0: Welcome to The Kid Is In School, where we talk about whatever we want, since our kid is not here to interrupt us. But we don't have a lot of time before the bell rings, so let's get right into it. I have a recurring dream that I've been hired to SNL the day of the show. They bring me on, and it's very, like, slapped together. And I don't even know my lines, but you just read cue cards, so I'm standing <laughs> So you're there.
1: saying that the reoccurring dream is that... Saturday morning, you're hired for Saturday night.
0: I guess so. Honestly, I would almost say it's Saturday night. They just pull me in. The dream starts with me on stage, by the way. It's just kind of like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know. Now, this varies. Sometimes Lorne Michaels is in the dressing room saying, you're going to have a great show. Sometimes I'm just on stage and the audience is already in. And um, it's been going on since Andy Samberg was on the show. So, (laughs) Because the cast members in my dreams keep changing. But the whole point is... I have this feeling of relief, like, wow, I finally made it. And, you know, then I wake up and I go, oh, wait, that was a dream. But it's always great to have it in the moment. Even one, I remember one of them, Robert De Niro, was in the front row of an audience, like, clapping. And I was like, well, this is great. Bobby D loves me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So your dreams are one of the most... uh well-Respected Actors is applauding you.
0: Oh, yeah. He okay. loves what I'm doing. Now, do dreams mean anything to you? Because I feel like you like to make a joke of like, oh, please don't tell me your dream. But I, you know this, I regularly want to tell you my dream just to get it out. I have to get it out of my brain. So do they mean something to you? Because to me, they reflect your your feelings about, of, they're usually very obvious. They're like, oh, I want to be on SNL. That was that dream was about that. I mean, let me say that again. (laughs) Oh, I want to be on a SNL. That's what that dream was about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, well, do I think dreams mean anything? Yeah, I think they mean, there may be a, your subconscious has absorbed all of these things from daily life or things in your life. You know, for example, you've auditioned for SNL. You have been in show business for years. We know some of the same people that are uh, on the show itself. So is it something where it means nothing? It's like, no, you. it's your experiences. You're- you
0: know what you just reminded me of? My dreams about it didn't start until after that audition. But the audition didn't feel like the dreams feel. The audition felt like, Oh, I hope they pick me. I wonder if they'll pick me. The dream was like, yeah, they finally got it right. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had the confidence in the in the audition of like, I can't wait to work there because it's in the bag. But I truly wasn't sure. And then, you know, in real life, I have not been on the show. But um, I don't know. I think the dream represents something more than just that. Because I think when you describe dreams, it's well, like... Well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Your dreams are like soup. Whatever you saw in the day, that's what happens. But for me, it's um, like, I think it's my subconscious trying to break through my conscious. My conscious has a ton of walls up. Like, I don't let myself feel the way I really want to feel. And in my subconscious, I'm like, you know, very raw and open. And it's like, this is great. Like, so when I'm happy, it's really happy. And um, when I'm sad, I'm bawling. I'm like, no, like Al Pacino in Godfather 3. Spoiler if you haven't <laughs> seen it, he cries in that one. So yeah, I, to me it reflects more of how I really deeply feel about something, which is good news for you when you show up in a dream. You should always ask me what happens when you're in a dream.
1: Well, so the, the problem is I don't think it means anything, so it doesn't matter to me at all. <laughs> you wouldn't I wouldn't believe care. it anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, that's the problem with dreams. Like you know,
1: Jim Gaffigan had a joke about dreams that your dreams are like the most amazing, interesting thing in the world, mm-hmm. but other people's dreams to you are the boringest. Dallas couldn't care less and it's
0: like you had to be there
1: yes and I don't but I think I don't even care about my own dreams like there's sometimes I'm like oh that's kind of interesting that this person showed up in my dream after all of these years I wonder, right. I want but my thought is like I wonder what triggered that I don't think it was someone from the dead contacting me yeah. I don't think it was a special a message from God I don't think that my subconscious was trying to push through and go. This is, you know, you've been ignoring this for so long. It's just there must have been something. Some you keep sort of-
0: dreaming about buying a lottery ticket, and you keep waking up going, "What a dumb, meaningless dream." <laughs> well, back to regular life, I, buying I, generic cheese. Well,
1: if if there was like the same number popping up <laughs> at the lottery ticket, you so. might take it
0: seriously. Yes, I hope you would at least mention it to me so that I could see it as a sign, and then I would buy. Four
1: eighty two seventeen.
0: oh your locker combo from middle school got it
1: (laughs) yeah so like that's the thing and so other people's dreams are even more meaningless to me than my own like so since i don't think mine have that much meaning other than just a slight curiosity other people's dreams have even less that
0: well let me ask you this do you like solving puzzles
1: it depend i like i i like i don't like the 1000 piece puzzles you don't like jigsaw puzzles <laughs> uh, Ah, yeah. oh, interesting you know i i could do a who done it type of puzzle like clue or something like that once in a while yeah
0: i know you to be a very <laughs> rational minded person you love logic but i don't and I think you're imaginative, but you don't really like to apply your imagination to something where there's already facts before you. You hate speculating during a true crime show. <laughs> <laughs> I've unfortunately come to realize I'm sitting Let here me like...
1: Let watch the show. <laughs> Let them unfold I pause the show plot. so
0: many times just to say, ooh, do you think that guy really wants this? And you're like, well, let's watch it and find out (laughs) we don't have enough evidence yet. And I'm like, you don't need evidence. Look in his eyes.
1: (laughs) It's too much.
0: So I'm a very intuition-based person. I'm always looking for signs. I like to fill in gaps, as we've said in previous podcasts, with my own information until I have some other contradictory facts. I think that's
1: much more of the point than whether or not these things have inherent value, is that you are trying to fill in the gaps with these things. Mm -hmm. And so with dreams you're trying to fill in the gaps so you're going well what does there has to be some sort of connection i think "Ah, there's no connection so i don't need to find it because i think that your type of thinking with the dreams Mm -hmm. is how you get to conspiracy theories oh so
0: for you it's just a slippery slope that's why you don't even want to go there no i don't don't like to entertain it i don't
1: think it's a slippery slope i think it's within the same thought processes Mm -hmm. but in my brain doesn't work like that so i don't I don't have to try to see meaning in things that I don't think are there. I don't, Or let me put it differently than meaning. Connections. I don't necessarily need to see connections with things that mm. aren't there. Well,
0: it's funny because sometimes I don't realize in the dream that I'm the director. You know, if you have yourself... <laughs> like like in the SNL dream, if you have yourself like being amazing... Well, maybe you're not. Well,
1: Apparently, you're not the director. Well, so, let me finish my thought. Is. Let me
0: finish my thought. Like, so... If there's something where I'm doing great, then you wake up and you realize, oh, you just want everybody to see you do great. It's like, I guess, but it's more like I, it felt really good to feel, it just felt very validated, and I long to feel validated in my career in real life, let's just say. That's what that and one interpretation might mean. So, or if something surprises me in a dream, like, what is that guy doing here? I don't wake up and go, well, you're the one that, wrote this. You wrote this screenplay. You should know what he's doing here. I don't. It's a surprise to me. I generally get surprised in my dreams. And when you said you don't hear the dead speak, after a death, I've had a woman that recently died in my, you know, she was a family friend, come to me and say, it's all right, sweetie. And I woke up feeling completely at peace. So, you know, that you could say that's just you longing to, like, I don't know, feel better about her passing. And it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's okay if you Thank you brain for making up the image of that woman to tell me it's all going to be all right. Cause that, that's all I needed to hear. You know, I needed to hear it from her.
1: Okay. Well then I will go along with, as long as they're saying nice things and pleasant things after their death, then it's them speaking to you. But if they come back to you like <laughs> Jacob Marley, like you've got to change everything. Then it was just coincidence and your brain made it up.
0: Oh, really Scrooge. So if you, <laughs> the whole point was Scrooge, heeded their advice and he changed for the better. Or, or did you? It was your takeaway that he kept ignoring them?
1: No, he. Well, he, he did ignore them until it was his own grave. Right? <laughs> He's like, I don't. See, you
0: are Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> you need a bigger wake up call. Oh well, let me let me end on this. Our daughter. I was telling her about the difference between dreams because she really wanted to tell me a dream, and hers are very. If you want to know what a five year old dreams in the morning, she says, "Did a, did a." volcano spew black lava on the street last night or was that a dream? And I said that had to be a dream because look out the window. There's no volcano out there. And she said, oh, and she wanted to keep talking about it. Why did I dream that? And I said, well, mommy thinks dreams express your, really, your real feelings about something, whereas daddy thinks dreams are just a soup of what you've seen in the day that randomly come to you at night. And she said, I think it's a third option. I think I can predict the future. <laughs> and that's when I said, give me my lotto
1: numbers, please. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do think that there is some element of your things that you're processing uh, throughout the day and throughout your life in general. So mm-hmm. if you're anxious about maybe a career or money or a relationship, those things can manifest themselves in dreams, mm-hmm. but I don't think it just came out of nowhere and I don't think it's some sort of sign or like some, some subconscious trying to t- tell you a different reality than you're actually seeing. It's like, I think those are influences and yeah, you're processing that your brain's still processing those feelings the same way that it also processed that you were uh in at the zoo and saw <laughs> yeah all these monkeys and the monkeys showed up in your dream you know
0: yeah yeah it's kind of like the universe the more i learn about it the more the less magical it is and i think the more i view dreams like that of like well they're just your brain has to work at night so it's just putting things together any way it knows how The the less meaning I hear in the universe, the sadder it is to me. So, so you you think
1: the universe itself is not magical? Like, and the more you learn about it,
0: well, I did retweet today that Mars. We've got, even though it's one hundred twenty eight million miles away, we have footage from some machine that we made that Mm -hmm. shows what it looks like. Yeah, we've gone to
1: Mars with non human uh, spacecraft, and also. Like uh, little rovers and things that are on the right. surface.
0: Well, not since Matt Damon's movie. Not since Matt Damon went there did I really take a good look at the landscape. So today I, I saw a video of it and it was just, you know, they are like, listen to the sounds. And the sound is like. <laughs> 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 so it's not magical. But it is neat. It is, so I'm not not in awe of, you know, the world around me and the universe around me. But I think. <laughs> I need imagination in order to enjoy this life. All right. And you don't, and you're fine. You're, That's it's not like true. That Charles Dickens that is, book that where a kid cr- draws a horse on a piece of paper and the teacher tells him horses can't fit on paper. This is nonsense. No, no
1: it's not. <laughs> Cause it's, there's a difference. There's like, I have plenty of imagination I, and I can, I, and I think it's, I can acknowledge imagination. What there's a line though, where you say, it's not my imagination. This is reality. Like, whether it's going to uh, clairvoyant, psychic. It's like, well, I think that's made up in silliness. And so, but it's, if somebody wants to say, this is all, we're, we're pretending here. Okay. But when you start saying, no, this is actually fact too. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, get out of here. I I know that's fake. That's okay. Funny. Let me
0: take a side street here to this conversation. Because I was thinking earlier, this woman complimented my gray hair. <laughs> and I thought... Thank you. That's nice of you. And then I was like, is it that my gray hair is cool or is that she's just a nice person that saw some beauty in it and wanted to say so? And so I wonder, are compliments more a reflection of what you look like? Or are they more a reflection of the beautiful spirit of someone that wants to share that and tell you that you made their day? What do you think?
1: It's a third option. uh the person complimenting can see the future. so. <laughs> and I want her to
0: give me my lotto numbers now. Yeah. Because back to your tarot cards or astrology, I think that when someone does a tarot reading for you, I don't put much stock in it either because I think a lot of it has to do with, if I if I took statistics, you know, and I was good at math, maybe I could understand why certain cards pop up. But, you know, if you suspend your dis, your disbelief and you think, okay, these cards are popping up because of your energy, and I really don't know. I think it's more of an interpretation of the reader. It's like, what do you see in me? And how do you see this? So to me, that's like the woman that complimented my gray hair. (laughs) So when a person turns over a card that says, you're going to die soon.
1: (laughs) That's just her interpretation of I think,
0: well, you have a morbid sense of humor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right here we have the old shriveled lady with gray hair card. (laughs) But the thing, like anytime I see those tarot cards on a movie or a television show. Mm -hmm. It never seems to mean anything. It's like, oh, this is, you know, uh, uh, the willow tree, and that means that you're going to die. And then they have the skull-faced reaper, and that actually means prosperity. I'm like, where are you even coming up with this? That's
0: because you haven't done a deep dive into it. What you know about video games and wrestling is what they know about tarot cards, (laughs) all right? You're never going to learn the names and the stats. It's like baseball cards. Or even automobiles who was i thinking about recently that knows cars i forget i was having some convo with myself at night about like i'll never ever know all there is to know about cars and some people do and that's just their gift. You know, like, that's just people's hobbies. I don't know if that's <laughs> Or a passions. Gift. I don't know about... Yeah. I don't know. I'm using the wrong word. <laughs> a gift, hobby, and passion are not the same thing. But you know what I mean. That's their thing. That's what makes them tick.
1: I'm just blessed with knowing all the cars in the world. I'll like, just
0: never know cars. Like, I have car blindness. Have you Have you noticed this about me? Like, oh,
1: he's, I, I think I'm the one that pointed this out in you did you
0: coin this term yeah when we leave a store together in a different town and we have to find whatever either a rental car or the own the car we own like i I honestly i can't find it
1: i it's amazing to me how you don't know cars because you think okay well you you would know the difference between a sedan and an suv Mm -hmm, that i know but sometimes you don't like (laughs) You say, Oh, I know that one.
0: Depends how small the SUV is. Yeah. It's one of those compact SUVs. But I was just gonna say, I know a sedan from a like from a from a truck pickup truck, but I don't know a Toyota from a um Camry. Wait a second. Same thing. <laughs> Toyota from an Acura. <laughs>
1: yeah. That that would be funny if you're just like, I don't know a Toyota from a Camry and I don't know <laughs> a Honda from a Civic. And... <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: before we had a kid, I would have said it that way, but she's now taking up your hobby of pointing them out with you, so so she teaches me what cars are what.
1: Yeah, well that's the thing. It's like you don't know the actual makes and models, right? You don't know years. Mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't know the difference between a car that was made in '89 and one that was made in 2019. Like no, nope. just nope. Got, like you don't go. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, slight this is a, shape
0: difference.
1: This is very boxy. I mean, this you is- know what?
0: You know what's a great example of that? When I saw a car. That was the Ford Bronco, right? You were like, oh, this is like a classic Bronco. And I said, but that looks like the, oh, shoot, what is that one called? Do you know what I'm talking about? It looks so much like a, a CJ. I, I almost
1: never know what you're talking about. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the car is not real. Like a CJ Pruitt does not exist, but that's what the name sounds like.
1: A CJ Pruitt. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Have you ever heard of a model that sounds like that?
1: Well, there's some Jeeps that oh. were the CJ thing. You know, It's they had not model- bad. name. It's a CJ Pruitt. Like, what does it, that sound like to you? It doesn't sound like anything. It is. That's it's a
0: blank, blank, blank. A blank, blank, blank. Hey, everyone. I actually stopped the podcast so I could look it up, and it turns out I was pretty close. Okay, back to the show. Like, there is a car, the Ford Bronco. It looks exactly like a Toyota FJ Cruiser to me. <laughs> and you're like, they're different brands. They're they- different.
1: <laughs> yes, they are. they are. They're not even... From the same country. (laughs) You're right. But the thing is, like, you'd have to you have to look up those names to even know what it is that you're because you sound very informed when you go, a Ford Bronco, a Toyota FJ Cruiser. You know, it's like yes, when you're saying it like that, you even sound more informed than you actually are because in the moment you're like, that's a Ford Bronco, and it's like that nothing about that is Ford Bronco. (laughs) Not the brand, not the country, not the uh, anything. I mean, they're both SUVs.
0: It's like pointing to an apple. That's a cool banana. And you're like, I don't understand what's happening to your mind.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So be it. Uh, That cars is your gift. And we we did go off track. We're talking about hobbies.
1: Again, I want to kind of emphasize, I don't think it's a gift. I don't think that knowing (laughs) car brands is a gift. I don't think it's a blessing. (laughs) I think it's just that you have committed something in memory. It's like, it's not like you go, you just know the alphabet and that's just your gift.
0: Oh, it's that simple to you? Because it's really hard to me to understand. I know math came easy to you as a kid and it did not to me as well. And that's another thing where you're a wizard whenever you do quick subtraction.
1: I mean, this is not like a banana and a plantain here. These are lots of different looking fruits that you should be able to tell some of the difference from and as you get to know them better right you're able to tell the difference even between a uh granny smith and a fuji apple you can kind of you get that like that's not that's not a gift
0: we've had this combo before when it comes to geography i don't retain this info i may know at one point in time That Baltimore is above New York or vice versa. No, no, Baltimore
1: is not above New (laughs) York. It's below. (laughs) (laughs) And the fact that you still, it's almost like you insist on being wrong with it. It's like, but it's,
0: I know it's amusing now, but it, it doesn't serve me in life to be constantly wrong. I have to go against my instincts. I have to do the opposite of what I think is true just to get close to being right. And that's a horrible way to live. I feel like you live.
1: double-swerved yourself. Oh, I like, do.
0: Is that is that a basketball term? Am I, am I crossing? Am I doing this? You see my motion. Am I, I double-crossing do. myself? By the
1: way, everyone listening, she looked like a T-Rex moving her little <laughs> arms around.
0: But I look like Lil' Bow Wow. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like to watch them dribble up and down the court.
1: If Lil' Bow Wow saw that and said, if anyone thinks I look like that...
0: when he was 10 he did oh my goodness
1: yeah it's well that's the thing it's like anytime you say that we're like i just i i don't i don't commit it to memory it's like it's not hard it's almost harder to not know these things than it is (laughs) to know them to be like i don't know i guess baltimore is above new york it's like since when has have you ever driven north to go to baltimore and you're Since confusing it with boston when do you know what boston direction
0: you're driving when you get in a car every
1: single time <laughs> if you don't you end up in the hudson river like
0: look <laughs> i hate to overuse a, uh, or to to borrow an overused phrase such as galaxy brain but perhaps i've got one
1: i don't know that term <laughs> so i don't know if it's overused or never been used but
0: I don't even know what context is used in, I just kind of I just kind of see stuff floating around on Twitter and then I adopted it into my lexicon. Um, do you you've had used cars? I'm a big used car fan over new cars. Do you have a preference?
1: Well, I would imagine you wouldn't care at all because you don't know whether they're <laughs> new, used, old, you don't even know the color. <laughs>
0: but but I do remember well I've told you before I had a Honda Prelude, and I liked that one, and I knew that one.: Yeah. And I like owning versus the idea of leasing. I know some people are a fan of leasing a brand new car because they want to, you know, they want to stay trendy and they want to look shiny and new. But if it's not yours, then it's not as fun. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I assumed you didn't have fun in cars because you didn't know what they were. And Although so, the first
0: used car I had did have cigarette burns in the seat. And that, that bothered me. That is something. And in the ceiling. You yes. don't see it
1: in the ceiling where they put out this.
0: <laughs> the ceiling was foam. It was had some kind of weird foam top. and
1: yeah. yeah. A lot of cars from like the 80s, 90s, they had that ceiling liner. Yeah. That was like a, it's not just fabric. It, it was almost like felt. Yes. But I don't know you're what that's right. called. No, you're right. And, it was like a
0: little flocking material. Yes. And then underneath that turned out it was foam.
1: Yeah, this foam. And... So some cars, like so many cars from the 80s and 90s, especially when we were in high school and in college when these were older used cars, they would either have cigarette burns and stuff or they would droop. They would start drooping. Oh, and I was right. tall enough that it would just be on my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it would sit on your head. Yeah. That's that's fun. Maybe it was for soundproofing so you could really hear your, blast your tunes. Uh,
1: Would you mean soundproofing so that the car doesn't rattle
0: oh no i meant soundproofing like keeping the sound inside like a like in a sound studio so you can hear it nice and clearly like everything just the foam or the drooping part like drooping (laughs) the droop actually adds (laughs) acoustic power (laughs) anywho um I, i mean
1: yes yeah they do have like soundproofing for cars so that you don't hear all of the road noise Everywhere you go. Yeah,
0: that's the point. That was But th-
1: there's point. a lot of that in that, the that's car. That's already
0: a thing? Okay. Well, then yeah. I don't know what the foam was for. Just uh, keeping you your vegetables fresh. Have you ever in a fresh. convertible? Yes.
1: And you know how much louder it is? It's not just the wind. It's yeah. the road noise. And it's like, cars get to the pacif- chopper. <laughs> 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 that's what the car says to you. Do you think... <laughs> you just put it, put it in the tape deck.
0: <laughs> when you invited me into your topless Jeep. <laughs> is that what you, you <laughs> say? Do you say topless? No, I oh, do okay. not.
1: That's, that makes it sound very uh, gro- like pervy. Okay. Uh, when you invited me into to be your... Ca- cars uh... used to also have this th- thing called like a, a bra that oh. would go on the front of the car, which they, people That's don't do it weird. anymore. But uh, yeah, it was just, I guess, to protect the paint from little chips from rocks popping out.
0: Oh, the, okay. And they called it a bra? Yeah, they called they it a bra. They couldn't think of a better name, like a shield or a... Well... That's
1: funny. The bra's on the front. It's topless.
0: Ah, there we go. It actually makes too much sense. Those are also the cars that came with the eyelashes over the headlights. Those are fun novelty.
1: Except uh, in this instance, the headlights would be part of what you're covering with the bra. Yeah, the headlights are the nipples in this case.
0: (laughs) What if nipples lit up? How cool! <laughs> Especially if you were like extremely excited or in a great mood.
1: Or cold, like just oh no, if you're, you're cold just... and
0: they light up, oh that's embarrassing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we call them like, headlights anyway.
0: That's true, we do. Oh, full but they circle.
1: actually lit up, like LED style.
0: Well, I I think it'd be cool if they lit up because then you'd be signaling to someone. You'd be like, vroom, vroom, you know. <laughs> Um, I saw a car recently that looked like it was held together with scotch tape. And that's, you know, that's an exaggeration. But let me describe what it really looked like. It First of all, I wish I could tell you what kind of car it was, but I can't. But it was short and brown. And it had no back but a front. Do you know those kind? Is that called a hatchback? <laughs> no have, back but a front. Yeah, like barely a back seat and a full front seat and then a little nose.
1: Okay, so yeah, it could be a hatchback. So this
0: is a brown hatchback. It definitely looked old. But... In place of a hood was a plastic bag. In place of the driver's side passenger window was a plastic bag. And in place of the back windshield was a plastic bag.
1: Are you sure you didn't just see a grocery bag?
0: Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> it was. It just flew right in my face. You saw and someone I like, carrying ah!
1: groceries down the street and you're like, that's a car.
0: No, but I thought the hood would put it over the top. In fact, I should have told that in reverse order because so, everybody's used to seeing a bag cover a window. Mm-hmm. But this was most of the windows plus the hood. It was all clear <laughs> was plastic Was the windshield bags. also a bag? No, that's what I, I almost <laughs> thought. I'll tell him the windshield was not he won't believe me. But um, that guy had to be able to see. But it was just like, you know, and we live near a place that repairs cars. A few places repair cars in this area. And so it could have just been someone driving in around the corner looking for a place to park it. But that car needed to go to a that
1: landfill that was more bag than car
0: it was more bag than car <laughs>
1: there's that no, man there's may no repair well... shop that can take care of this for you
0: <laughs> he was just carting produce from the grocery store i think at that point that's hey, all I'll, you can put in there that's no passengers
1: is four parts
0: <laughs>
1: whatever's left whatever exactly. parts are left use it on something else
0: he yeah he put it together with a lego um a motor did you have that in grade school where you guys could put legos together with a motor?
1: Like to create a motor itself with the Legos.
0: Yeah, you could to create a car that moved. I never got that far. To me, the motor was just too impossible to figure out.
1: No, but I wasn't a big Lego fan anyway. I mean, they're fine, mm-hmm. but I know kids go absolutely bonkers for Legos. They now. do.
0: Is it the kids or is it their weirdo parents?
1: <laughs> it seems like it's the weirdo kids.
0: Okay, so it's uh, a. <laughs> I hope you're listening weirdo parents with your weirdo kids. Yeah,
1: they're like, "Well, I like them." But like they're they're outrageous. Like, we saw we went by this scratch and dent store, like we never didn't even know it was in our neighborhood and we walked in and there was
0: It popped up like a Spirit Halloween shop, didn't <laughs> it?
1: It was I was like, I asked the people in front I'm like, "Is this a pop-up shop? What is this thing?" Like, you, we're here all the time.
0: And you know what was next door was a uh, free chickens or like what was it? It was like a It's a
1: chicken I, coop. A, not, a chicken but coop, but not but like in a garage.
0: Yeah, yeah. It looks like cars used to be washed there, but instead it's now got cages of chickens. Or as we
1: know in uh, other terms, a car wash. What did I say? A place where cars get washed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All I need to know is if you want to play taboo with me, I'm your person, okay? I can describe a word without (laughs) saying it. Like nobody's business. So anyway, you went to the Scratch and Dent. Did you see some Legos?
1: Yeah, they had a Millennium Falcon. Lego set and it was like $51 there and I was like is that a good deal or a bad deal and I looked it up and on Target's website that same set was 160 some dollars I'm like
0: 160 some wow. for a
1: Lego set
0: yeah first of all that's outrageous second of all no way you had the complete set in that scratch and dent no, box
1: <laughs> you're missing a third of the Legos that's why it's the third of the price
0: <laughs> they're like imagine it got blown up
1: I was like wait a second the Millennium Falcon has a garbage bag over the <laughs>
0: Uh, yes also i think it's lego blocks not legos but i don't want to be correct about it because i don't care
1: oh if if there is someone like that that that's someone that works at lego and they are anal retentive nobody uses the word anal retentive anymore that term you're right they don't
0: it's very graphic when you think about it yes it means they're like holding their booty in
1: yes and so those are the type of people we're like all right it's it's too late. You lost. We call them Legos. Yeah. That you. There's no going back. So Get over yourself. You, you need to change. <laughs> yeah, we're not calling it Lego blocks, just because that was what you decided to trademark.
0: It was trending recently that said Cheez Its do not exist. Cheez It crackers exist. And I thought, only if you work there. Yeah. Because uh, nobody else in the world calls them anything other than Cheez Its. Yeah. No. Same. I also heard on a McDonald's commercial. The actor says, Chicken McNuggets. Can I have a 10-piece Chicken McNuggets? And he pluralized the nuggets. And the other person repeated back to him, Did, did I hear 10-piece Chicken McNuggets? And so I thought, I've only ever said it singular.
1: Now that I don't know what you mean. Like somebody, So you say, I'll have a 10-piece Chicken McNugget?
0: Yeah. Do you not say McNugget singular? No. <laughs> you eat nuggets, but you order a McNugget. <laughs>
1: What's a Mc? So McNugget would just be a box of nuggets to you. That's the Mc is like pluralizing it. I don't think that's how that
0: works. I had you, and then I lost you. You had me until I should have tested you and said, "How do you order a six piece?" And then you would have been like, "Okay." Well, you really would have said six piece chicken McNuggets. You say you say I would say it
1: like that. McNuggets. I'll have a chi- you better I'll not. have a six-piece chicken McNugget. <laughs> Mc- McNugget, McNugget. Okay, I'm just.
0: <laughs> oh no! <sighs> Woo! I almost pee myself.
1: Yeah, I, I would say I'll have uh, a six-piece chicken McNuggets. But also, I wouldn't even have to say <laughs> it anymore. Really? Yes.
0: <laughs> How long have I known you? You've been but, putting but an you, S, but S but at the end that, of a word that shouldn't have an S. S. That
1: we're, you will say that with. Paper towels. Yes, I like. Could you grab the paper towels? Or I say paper
0: towel. We're out of paper towel, I, and you hate that.
1: It, I despise it. Why? It's because it's not a. It's not a roll of paper towel.
0: But it's it's a paper like if you made a paper towel hut, it would be a paper towel hut. It wouldn't be a paper towels hut.
1: I don't even. What What do you mean hut?
0: Like you're fashioning something out of paper towel. <laughs> you mean like wood you don't say woods you say so, woods when you're talking about the area but if i get a roll of paper towels i don't know i just say paper towel like it's,
1: could you grab the paper it's towel a, it's
0: a noun on its own i mean it's you know what i
1: mean i know uh, this please right
0: like, in people to support me this write, is like
1: my parents saying Wal- call Walmart's your congressman and, you know they will my parents say mcdonald and it's like maybe, maybe at the mcdonald you can have the mcnugget
0: yeah Oh my gosh! Wait, hey, do you do you think of yourself as a good tipper? I think of myself as a conscientious tipper.
1: Well, I'll be honest, I don't tip at McDonald's very much.
0: You don't tip at the McDonald. Hey. Well, maybe you might get an extra McNugget in your McNugget. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say it that way yeah, again?
1: <laughs> it's uh, what's uh, it's like Smurf. You use it like Smurf. Like McNugget is just like Smurf. Uh, I I was Smurfing in the Smurf.
0: I will Smurf your Smurf right up. Oh, hmm. <sighs> anyway, but the thing is, I'm afraid of being a bad tipper, so I keep a list of tipping etiquette. So like at a salon, how much you're supposed to tip? 20%. And at a you know, restaurant, they say 15 to 18 for lunch, 20 for dinner, that kind of thing. And then I'm a real stickler. Even if the, the bill ends in four cents, I'm like, not a penny more. <laughs> That's the 20% mark. And I think most real generous tippers round up.
1: I think I'm just a general 20% person.
0: And do you round up after you've done the 20 in your head? I always use a calculator, by the way.
1: Well, there are specific rules. So one is it's 20% of the bill Mm pre-tax. It's always pre-tax now. But anybody can do post-tax if they want. But that's not part of the etiquette. Okay, I think
0: a generous person would do it post-tax.
1: Wouldn't a generous person just... Leave 25% of whatever or 30 or whatever. Yeah, they, they want. leave a $100 bill yeah. and a wink. <laughs>
0: so it, it's I think good luck in school.
1: Yeah, I think the general agreement and the proper actual etiquette that's written out somewhere is it's pre tax, it's 15 for lunch, 20 for dinner. But I just kind of just do 20 across the board. Oh, really?
0: 20 at lunch, big baller. Uh, well,
1: I mean, usually, I mean, it's not, we're not talking that much. Difference. So we're talking about like fifty percent or fifty cents, not fifty percent, fifty cents. Like if it's mm-hmm. just me by myself, the difference between fifteen and twenty, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. You You're know? still
0: eating loose meat sandwiches for ten cents. <laughs> <laughs> 10 cents. The tip. Eat tif, lunch out. That's my problem. Different
1: by 50%, fifty percent or fifty. I keep saying percent. It's fifty cents.
0: I'm uh, way lost. <laughs>
1: okay. Let's. I'll start my math over here again. So if I go somewhere and I get a lunch for like 10 bucks yes okay if i were gonna leave 15 percent, that would yes. be a dollar 50 that's right if i leave 20 it's two dollars and that's a difference of 50 cents ah. okay there we go
0: that was great while you were talking i wanted to scribble on this paper right here while you're like go ahead <laughs> do your line again just one last thing say if i pay ten dollars and if
1: i pay ten dollars uh-huh. and the tip is 15 percent, uh-huh. it's a dollar 50.
0: hang on Checks out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to do.
1: I hope that people are also picturing that woman meme that has like all the equations going on.
0: <laughs> Confused. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's good. Good. Well, you're a good person, I guess. Well, I, I, thing, I like to. But I
1: don't, I won't tip some places, you know, if there's a tip jar where it shouldn't be, uh huh. I'm not tipping there.
0: Like, like if it randomly popped up at McDonald's, which by the way, that's for the Ronald McDonald Foundation. You're supposed <laughs> to leave pennies in that. Um, but what do you mean? Like tip jar at a... Where have you seen one that that stands out to you? Oh, like at um, I know what you're talking about. Like at a a place that sells knickknacks, you know? Yes. Like a little store that has everything there, and then they put up a little. It's like It used to hold lollipops, and yeah. now it's a plastic empty thing, and then they wrote a paper sign that's like, Tips welcome, and you're like, I bet they are. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I'm sorry, but you don't work for tips. You own this business.
0: Yeah, this is your house. <laughs> yeah, this is
1: your greeting card store. <laughs> I don't need to tip on the thing that I'm already paying you for.
0: <laughs> then you've gone too far. You've crossed his line. Yeah,
1: because the service industry is that works on tips is... First of all, it shouldn't exist like that anyway. People should be paid and there shouldn't be tipping. But since it is that way, I'm not going to deny people. A living with my tips. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sorry. This shouldn't exist. So therefore, you chose the wrong job. Yeah, like if I was going to do that, then I wouldn't eat at those places, and that would just be my choice. I wouldn't go in, have them serve me, and then be like some of these people that leave. Well, Jesus is your savior type of tip. Like, yeah, have you shame seen on cards? them.
0: They should wear a t-shirt that says "I'm mean." Yeah, it's like
1: it's amazing that, and it's it's only happened, I think, in the Midwest where I've seen that, where somebody it literally is. Uh, a little card that certain t- church groups it's not it's not like this is not a Christian thing that's not like across the board I was gonna or...
0: say they have to be atheists <laughs> yeah. just leaving it like hoping people will <laughs> yeah. hate religion once it's and like for a, all if I
1: don't know the group name, but there's like a specific group Uh, maybe a denomination that they end up instead of leaving money, they will go get all the service and then they will leave like just a little card, like how to be saved. And I'm like, that's not, no,
0: (laughs) nice service. You know, who served better the (laughs) Lord, or do you know who you could really serve your God? Yeah. Um, that's, I have not heard of that, but I have heard of people who's, you know, grandparents or parents left $2 flat tip no matter what.
1: Yeah. Well, that's, I I saw I uh, in a previous episode, I think about working at Bob Evans and I worked there for like a few days, but I saw the old people left a dollar. Like it was just like, no matter what their tip was stuck in like 1971.
0: Yeah. And then their kids uh, come back in the store afterwards and plop down singles and go, they lived through the depression. Here you go.
1: Now, the other thing with tipping is when, you're in a large group and this is not just tipping but the bill mm-hmm. so when you're a large group and then people say oh we're, let's just split it it's like no no absolutely you're not down we're, with that I'm not doing that no I because I almost never have alcohol I don't get the appetizers look I got my thing it's $10 right so at lunchtime it's $1.50 <laughs> at dinner <laughs> it's $2 <laughs> do not try to like get me into this thing where I'm now paying for your stuff like, you
0: know when someone treats they're like hey that's on me this time i like to i say thank you so much and then when they're scribbling it out i go oh by the way i tip very generously yeah
1: (laughs) very generously you're
0: gonna have to give a little more than that yeah if you're representing my bill that i didn't pay
1: yes and that's if that's the thing if we all went into this thing this dinner saying look i want you i know i'm not going to order a bunch but i want you to get what you want and i'll split the bill with you whatever it is you want you get that's fine right and that's like me just kind of being a little extra generous and and that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But the it's always the person that orders the bunch of stuff that says, well, why don't we just split it. Math is so hard. It's like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. In fact, we all got iPhones. Let's all pull them out. and We have the calculator ha- app. Yes, they, they gave us a menu with the prices on them, thankfully, and a bill that's itemized. I think we can handle this. We don't need to have it just split up.
0: Now just for fun, is this what you actually say or this is what you're thinking? I have
1: said this. I have gotten oh, no. in arguments <laughs> with people at a restaurant where I'm like, I am not paying for your stuff stuff you ate all of this stuff and it's not and it's not my job to pay for you it's your job to pay for you
0: my my yeah. well I remember oh recently a friend came in from out of town and and I hadn't seen her in years so we ate at a spot and I was like you know what since I want this appetizer I'll cover it but anybody can have whatever they want you yeah. know what? and I even threw an extra one in there I was like you know what I'll cover two appetizers you know but I didn't say I'll cover I was just like hey do you guys want to order these and they kind of hesitated and I was like It's on me. I'm I'm interested in trying them, and I'm happy to share. That's how I said it. Mm -hmm. At the end of the bill, they secretly paid the bill, and I felt like a real dope having (laughs) piled on all the extra food because I wanted to be the one to treat that. Well, you kind of did. You
1: covered it because I offered. In yeah, (laughs) it's the thought
0: that counts. It's the thought. it was very kind of them and i told them so but i was like i can truly can i can i treat you for these and they're like no no no
1: Yeah, no that's that's very generous of them but like there definitely is a two people in this world type of thing where it's like the people that think you should split everything and the people that don't and uh, you there's some people listening that are going well he's a real jerk for not doing it. it's like we're not talking about the difference of a dollar or two It's like
0: you mean when they've gone overboard and then they're feeling the the pinch and they're like, you know what? Let's just lessen the load here. Everybody split.
1: I am completely okay splitting if we're all in the general number. If it's something where, or yours was eighteen, mine was fifteen. Look, that's fine. We'll just split. That's no problem. But it's not okay if it's like, yeah, mine was 12 and yours was $42. I know, but no, it happens. I'm not splitting with you. No. Because <laughs> that's the one I got in the fight with the guy where he was like, he had a bunch of drinks. He had appetizers. But there were
0: also like 10 people there. So there he, thought it, people. he thought he could he thought get he, away with it. He
1: did. He thought he was going to just sneak it in. He <laughs> thought we could just, we'll, we'll just rub that all around and nobody will know whose was what. And it's like, I'm watching you, buddy.
0: But here's the problem. Everybody else drank. It's just you kept your bill low because you were expecting to pay for your. Yourself. yes so you you know and i think you did you were like look they all can split their check and here's my check
1: yes make yeah. me
0: a separate check for this item
1: here you go here's a Brudal 20
0: times and i times. want
1: three dollars back <laughs> oh <my
0: goodness. laughs> you know we're teasing but i respect that i mean because especially if times are tight and you shouldn't be eating out anyway but here's what something will, this is what people do on twitter they'll be like if you can't be generous. You shouldn't be eating out anyway. And it's like, not true. If you know how to work within your own budget, you should enjoy the finer things within your budget. Yeah. Well, those people, that, but I do think you severed that friendship for life. Probably. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the bad worth, people. Was that worth they $3? Are the bad people. Yes, it was.
1: <laughs> I will go to my grave thinking that it was worth it. And that's the problem. Like, you know, cause the people on Twitter you're talking about, they're always like, they complain about somebody that doesn't, refuses to split the bill. It's because they're the ones that are ordering everything and they're the ones, they're not being, they're not the ones being generous. Mm -hmm. They're wanting somebody else to be generous to them and take it.
0: I will say I have been that person because I'll be like, Ooh, I want a dessert. Anybody else want a dessert? Everybody goes, no. And then at the end of the night, I don't, I'm not the one volunteering. Like, are we all going to split it? But if someone goes, well, I guess we'll all split it. I'm like. Yes. (laughs)
1: Let us all split this cost. Back into the background like Homer Simpson in The Shrubbery.
0: Thanks for joining us today. If you had a great time, let us know on social. Follow Kid Is In School on Twitter and The Kid Is In School on Instagram. Subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Be sure to throw us one of those five-star ratings and share with your friends. Oh, and do it quickly before the kid gets home.